In episode 11, I chatted about a few things I didn't really love, and the TV show Friends was on that list. A sweet friend on Instagram commented that she thought it would be fun to have an episode all about my favorite TV shows, and I happily took the suggestion. Here's a list of my top 30 TV shows of all time. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. TV has been a ridiculously huge part of my life. From an early age, I lived for shows. Growing up in the 80s and 90s, TV was everything. It was what you ran home for after school, <clears throat> ducktails, what you got up early for on Saturday mornings, Smurfs, <laughs> and what you talked to your friends about the next day at school, uh, 90210. <laughs> These are shows that impacted me in some way, left me feeling all the feelings. They aren't in order, uh, just kind of listed them as I thought of them. And I'll just say a little bit about each one so we're not here for 400 years. Number one, King of Queens. Basically, my marriage on a TV show. But add some kids. Uh, Matt and I watched this show from early on in our relationship. And still, to this day, it is incredible how similar our humor and interactions are to Doug and Carrie. It's crazy. Number two, Seinfeld. Hands down, just probably my favorite show. It's it's just, I don't know, some of these, some of these shows, I'm going to have a hard time explaining why. Just, they just are. <laughs> Number three, Parks and Rec. Such a brilliant show. Ron Swanson, definitely the highlight of the show for me. But obviously, everything about that show won me over. Uh, number four, The Office. The jokes, the pranks, the looks that Jim gives to the camera and to Pam. Oh my gosh. And the night that Jim tells Pam how he feels still makes me well up. <laughs> Number five, Golden Girls. Do I really need to explain this one? I'm actually rewatching the series on Hulu right now because it's seriously such a good and funny show. Number six, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> As a mom of kids who watched it, I just fell in love with the characters and everything about the show. We sing the campfire song a lot. We make constant references. It's just, it's a staple in our house. Number seven, Breaking Bad. This show had me in knots. It still makes me anxious, and some of the scenes will still wrap me up in all of those intense feelings, and that is what makes such a good show. Number eight, The Handmaid's Tale. And... Again, probably top five shows. It just, it's incredible the way that they can make you feel like this is such a reality because it's just so close to reality, but ah, crazy everything that happens. Number nine is Roseanne. My mom hated that my dad let us watch it because she really thought Roseanne was vulgar, but we thought the show was hilarious and I promise mom it did not ruin us. Number 10, Cops. I watched Cops since the first season. It's the show that really made me interested in law enforcement and wanting to go into um, that field. We'd watch it every Saturday night, right before America's Most Wanted, 
It's awesome. Uh, number 11 is Mad Men. There was so much about this show, the time period, the clothes, the, the props, just the interactions between men and women at that time. It was just so good. Number 12, South Park. I was a fan from the early years. I mean, I was 18 when it came out. So the places that their humor went was just so far out there. And I I just loved it. We still use so many of the catchphrases in our dialogue to this day. Number 13 is Lost. We totally watched it in real time, stuck it out through the writer's strike and the weird seasons, and it was so worth it. I just loved the mystery in every character and how their lives intertwined and the way they kept bringing out new info kept it totally binge-worthy. Number 14, Downton Abbey. If you've seen the show, you know, and I don't have to explain my reason for it being on this list. If you haven't seen it, stop this podcast. Go watch the entire series on Amazon Prime right now. No, I'm, I'm serious. You, you need to go watch it. <laughs> Number 15, I love Lucy. I always referred to my parents as Lucy and Desi. My mom wasn't a comedian and my, my dad wasn't a musician, but she's white and he's Hispanic and they were always joking and laughing. And my dad does have a bit of an accent. Um, of course, this show is a favorite. It's Lucy. Number 16, Homicide, Life on the Street the show that turned my obsession with law enforcement into a career choice. While I didn't actually go on to become a homicide detective like I wanted, I studied criminal justice in college, specifically handwriting analysis and crime scene mapping, and I am still obsessed with all sorts of crime and murder shows. (laughs) Same vein, different show. Number 17 is Forensic Files. So when you combine murder and science, it's a no-brainer. I watched it as a teenager, uh, see my previous murder death shows, as Matt likes to call them. And now Marshall and I watch the old episodes and they have a podcast, which is awesome. Number 18, Beverly Hills 90210, of course, because as a 90s kid, 90210 was a staple show. And yes, I was going to marry Dylan McKay along with millions of other girls who had his posters on their walls, for sure. Number 19, Agent Carter. If you uh, are a fan of the Marvel Universe, uh, Agent Peggy Carter was uh, a not a spinoff show, but a solo show um, that was just about Agent Peggy Carter. And it was so fun because I just love her character. And uh, the show didn't do as well as they would have hoped. Season one was great. Season two kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, still love the show. Number 19, So You Think You Can Dance. If you have ever cried watching someone dance, then you understand the power of this show. I've watched it from the beginning. It still holds so much room in my heart for certain dances over the years that just absolutely wrecked me in the best way. Number 21, The Andy Griffith Show. Such a staple for me as a kid. Obviously, I didn't watch it when it aired. I watched reruns. Um, But... I just loved, I loved black and whites. I loved um, classics like that. And just the whole ambiance of Mayberry and the fun that they got into and um, just Don Knotts being an absolute treasure. <laughs> I just love the show. Uh, number 22 is Blue's Clues. <laughs> because again, my kids watched and we just... I don't know. There's so many things about that show. We just, we just love. Number 23 is The Cosby Show. Obviously, another staple show of the 80s. 
Uh, it just gave such a grounded look at families and problems. And I mean, who didn't love that show? Hey, babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip magazine is available and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohipco.com shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to Blurb Books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself, and they'll print and ship it directly to you. Retro Hip Magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com shop. Number 24 is Firefly. This may be an obscure show to some people, but it ran on Fox in 2002, totally out of order from the original storyline, and then it got canceled after 14 seasons. It was such a cluster, but we, Matt and I, really loved it, thought it was something so special. So we ordered the DVDs and watched it in the order that it was supposed to be shown in. Absolutely fell in love. Uh, it has an incredible cult-like fandom, and I'm totally here for it. It's a cowboy adventure in space set in the future show. It's like so fun. Uh, there's also a movie called Serenity that's part of it, although I can't remember if it takes place before or after the Firefly timeline, but great show. Number 25, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I can still wrap the entire intro that right there shows you how much I watched the show. It was just such the 90s culture at the time. And I we still I still love it. If it's on um, reruns, or if I run across it, I just I'll always watch it. Number 26, Full House. Obviously, there's no other, you know, no other words uh, about the show. It's just I probably, again, top five. I think I've only got a couple up there in my top five so far. <laughs> 27, same kind of vein, Growing Pains. Um, totally Kirk Cameron crush. Uh, watched every dang episode. Loved it. 28, In Living Color. This was such an iconic show filled with the funniest characters. It was my first real, like, older content show, comedy kind of kind of kind of thing. I keep saying that. Um, <laughs> but as a teenager, I just loved everything from Homie to Clown to Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, it's just such a um, very iconic now, you know, now as we look back on it, but still hilarious. Number 29 is Mad About You. Uh, Matt and I watched this show early on in our marriage and just thought it was really funny, even though we didn't have much in common with Paul and Jamie's lifestyle. Uh, the show was just full of life. We just really loved it. And number 30 is Dawson's Creek. And I didn't watch the show when it originally aired because I thought it was a teenage drama and stupid. And when Matt started recording it on VHS during the reruns, <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. And when he would watch it, I would actually turn my recliner around and face the other way in total defiance. But little by little that chair turned around and we restarted the show from the beginning. 
binge watching like three or four episodes after Gibson would go to bed and staying up way, way, way too late on the work days <laughs> to watch just one more episode. I just loved all the characters and everything they got into and it was a fun show. Uh, that is it. That is my list of top 30 TV shows of all time for me personally. I'm sure there will be many more added to this list. There actually were a few that didn't make the cut. Um, and I do love them. I love a lot of TV shows, but these had just a little bit, something extra special to them. So I would love to know, maybe let's say, uh, on Instagram, let's list your top five favorite TV shows, or maybe five TV shows you're watching right now. We'll have to see. You'll have to go look for my post on Instagram and see what we're talking about over there. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back here next week. Same retro time, same retro channel. Hey babes, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder, we've got a few things going on and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at at retro hip mama. And then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review, it means so much to me and I super appreciate you guys being here. 